This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. Montana Governor Greg Gianforte says up to $5 million from Montana's bed tax fund will go to businesses that have been impacted by the destructive flooding in southern Montana. Gianforte says more than $3 million additional dollars in federal COVID relief funds will also be made available for responding to flood impacts. Tourism-dependent businesses such as restaurants, bars, hotels, guides, and private campgrounds can get up to $25,000 in grant funding under the program. Applicants must explain how they will be negatively impacted by a lack of visitors after severe floods closed two of Montana's three entrances to Yellowstone National Park. The program will give businesses much-needed support to get them up and running so they can give in-state and out-of-state guests their best possible Montana experience. That's according to Department of Commerce Director Scott Osterman in a press release. A few hours after U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, nearly 30 people gathered Friday outside Helena's Planned Parenthood holding a praise service to celebrate the decision. The 30 people who gathered outside of Planned Parenthood were from the group Pro-Life Helena. Pro-Life Helena's goal is to, quote, make abortion unthinkable in our community, according to its website. The resources page of Pro-Life Helena's website offers up adoption services, a pregnancy crisis helpline, the National Domestic Violence Hotline, along with resources for abortion pill reversal and abortion workers who want to leave the industry. Roe v. Wade, a 1973 Supreme Court decision, is best known for legalizing abortions nationally. It provided a framework for states to follow regarding abortion laws, but struck down laws banning abortions before fetal viability. In Montana, abortion remains legal following the decision, protected by a 1999 state Supreme Court case. The decision in Armstrong versus the state, the 1999 case in Montana, held that abortion access is protected by Montanans' constitutional right to privacy. A rally at the Capitol grounds in Helena Sunday morning drew more than 1,200 protesters after Friday's Supreme Court decision striking down Roe v. Wade. The group Montanans March for Reproductive Rights organized the event. About 1,200 attendees, most with signs, heard speeches from Representative Marianne Dunwell, the Democrat from Helena, Justice Jim Nelson, Congressional candidate Penny Ronning, and poet Melissa Kwasney. Other pro-choice rallies were held in Missoula, Butte, Livingston, and Billings. Montana wildlife officials are proposing changes to wolf hunting and trapping districts bordering Yellowstone National Park. A state law signed last year directs FWP and the Wildlife Commission to reduce the number of wolves in Montana. Last year, the commission adopted regulations liberalizing methods of take, including rules about snares, hunting at night, hunting on private land, and using bait to hunt wolves. The commission adopted thresholds 
Should 450 wolves be killed statewide, the commission is required to meet and either close or extend the season. The regulation changes drew significant debate, both during the legislature and at the commission level, with supporters saying they are necessary to address tradition concerns and opponents countering that the policies should push populations too low and negatively impact tourism. The agency wants to combine regulation booklets for wolves with those for fur bearers. Also, the agency proposes making the entire of state of Montana into a single wolf management unit, with exceptions of units 313 and 316. Those units would be combined into a single separate unit 313 with a quota of 10 wolves. Mark Cook with Wolves of the Rockies criticized the proposal, quote, What's happening is that they're putting forward a proposal to kill more wolves, to pick up where they left off last season, and killing wolves, and they don't even have the accurate information on how many wolves are in Montana. He continued, To us, that's not science-based management. That's just lethal removal, making regulations as liberal as possible to kill any wolves that make Montana their home, including Yellowstone wolves. A proposal to add new environmental protections to stretches of the Galton and Madison rivers is dead for now, after failing to gather enough signatures to appear on the November ballot. Initiative 191 failed to attract enough support by the June 17th deadline for ballot initiative petitions to be submitted to county election offices. That's according to the Cottonwood Environmental Law Center Executive Director John Meyer. Cottonwood, along with the Gallatin Wildlife Association and the Montana Rivers, last month decided to stop working on the measure. Meyer wrote in a May 25th letter to the Commissioner of Political Practices, Jeff Mangan. The letter was in response to pending complaints against the groups for failing to report their spending in support of the proposed initiative. Quote, we took a realistic perspective, and the fact we had to fight the Attorney General for two months in court, we just lost all that time, Meyer said. That was the deciding factor. Back in March, the Montana Supreme Court unanimously reversed a decision by Attorney General Austin Knudsen that temporarily halted I-191 from going out for signature gathering. I-191 sought to designate 35 miles of the Gallatin River from the Yellowstone National Park boundary to the Spanish Creek confluence and about 55 miles of the Madison River from Hebgen Lake to Ennis Lake as outstanding resource waters. The designation affords the state's highest protection and would prohibit any new or increased pollution adversely affecting water quality. The prohibition would have extended to temporary changes creating an adverse change in water quality. Permanent changes are prohibited under current law. Dozens of organizations in the state, including economic development groups, businesses in the area, and trade groups for major industries, all lined up to fight the proposal. In a Friday press release from a coalition formed in opposition to I-191, the Montana Chamber of Commerce President Todd O'Hare said the initiative went too far. 
under a new law passed in 2021 that requires legislative panels to weigh in on proposed ballot initiatives. The proposal also received bipartisan opposition from the Water Policy Interim Committee. In April, three of the panel's five Democrats joined all five Republicans to oppose the measure, although that vote didn't directly impact whether the initiative would move forward or not. A new lawsuit says the federal government may be destroying bull trout in Montana. The case, brought by two organizations, Save the Bull Trout and Alliance for the Wild Rockies, says the Department of Interior and Westside Ditch Company are violating the Endangered Species Act in order to preserve the Grant Coors Ranch historic site. The ranch near Deer Lodge has more than 85 buildings. On a 1,600-acre cattle ranch, it seeks to preserve ranching as it was in the frontier era of Montana and the West. The lawsuit argues that the water being used to support livestock and ranching at the federally managed historic site threatens to kill the fragile bull trout populations nearby, and both the ditch company and the Department of the Interior are violating the Endangered Species Act. The lawsuit says the United States Fish and Wildlife Service designated more than 62 miles of the Upper Clark Fork River as crucial habitat for bull trout, it's listed as threatened under the Endangered Species Act. Quote, The DOJ's cultural agricultural watering of the Grant Coors Ranch has effectively dewatered the upper Clark Fork River, resulting in not enough in-stream flow for the bull trout to survive. That's according to the suit. Glacier National Park officials say that the Going to the Sun Road will not be fully open by July 4th. Plows have made it to Logan Pass. The plowing has been delayed by heavy rain and snow. The last storm dumped more than two feet of snow at higher levels and dumped more than six inches of rain on the west side of Glacier during a 10-day period. Crews had to plow through avalanche slides to get back to where they were before the storms. Snow depths at Rim Rock were 25 feet, 6 feet at Overland Bend. Even once at Logan Pass, they still have to clear the big drift just east of the pass. That was expected to start this week. The drift is typically 50 to 60 feet deep. The latest openings for the Sun Road ever were July 13th. The earliest opening was May 16, 1987. The USS Montana was commissioned Saturday during a ceremony at a shipyard in Norfolk, Virginia, making her the first Navy ship named after the Treasure State in more than 100 years. The $2.6 billion Virginia-class nuclear-powered submarine will add the next generation of stealth, surveillance, and special warfare capabilities to the Navy fleet, according to officials. Virginia-class submarines which are nuclear-powered fast-attack submarines, will replace the Navy's Los Angeles-class submarines as those subs are retired. A Los Angeles-class sub, the USS Dallas, was featured in the 1990 movie The Hunt for Red October. 
The submarine has a Montana theme throughout. Passageways are named for Montana rivers, such as the Missouri, Flathead, Gallatin, Jefferson, Madison, and Yellowstone. The lowest part of the boat, which has one hallway, is called Bitterroot. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in 46 U.S. states and Canadian provinces in 24 countries on six continents. We also post our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, BIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.